Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. And this is the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. This podcast is all about taking action and creating that badass business abundance and life that you want. Where we share stories, laughs, wins, and epic fails to show you the whole picture of the entrepreneurial journey. It's not just unicorns and rainbows, people. Jump on and follow us through this raw and witty roller coaster where we get down and dirty and go behind the scenes of life and entrepreneurship. Get on it, get over it, and get after it. Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Amanda. Welcome to the Pursuit of Badassery, the podcast. Today, we are talking about a hot topic for Lynn and myself. It is something we talk about a lot. It gets super frustrating for both of us, and that is playing the victim. Ooh, we might get heated today. So brace yourselves, folks. Oh, yeah. When I was thinking about us recording that this podcast this morning, I felt like I was getting hives. (laughs) I was was envisioning all of the times that uh, the victim mentality and mine is and I know for you, too, but mine is definitely rooted in um, personal reasons of what why I'm triggered by victim. But I think maybe we should talk about like, what is playing victim? Because I don't know if a lot of people realize like, what is playing victim? Well, I think a lot of people want to pretend they don't know what playing victim is. Let's just say that. However, and I agree with you that a lot of this is rooted in family, we'll call it drama. And just, it's been a pet peeve trigger point for me for many, many years. And the way I see playing the victim is that nothing is ever your fault. It's always something that's happening to you. It's, it's, there's absolutely no, you're not taking responsibility for anything. Instead, it's this, woe is me, martyr, martyr, martyr. The world is inflicting its pain upon me. And I had, I had nothing to do with it. I am just this unfortunate victim of you know, karma or circumstances or the universe is conspiring against me or insert random villain here. So that's what, to me, what the victim mentality is, is this complete disregard for taking responsibility for your actions and for your role in the life that you lead and for constantly blaming outside sources for any bad that comes into your life. And using that as a scapegoat for why nothing, you can't move forward in action. And that's one of the things that just like puts my panties in a twist. Oh, absolutely. And we'll get to our, well, I'll get to at least my story. I don't know if you want to share your story, but I definitely, it also manifests, that is absolutely true. And it also manifests in ways of like the damsel in distress, like waiting for people to rescue me, Um, guilt tripping. So you can guilt trip others to either get what you want or manipulate. And that's definitely kind of a victim mode um, behavior, if you would, uh, you already talked about blaming others in the martyr complex, which martyr complex triggers me so much. Um, but it's a, it's also like different ways that it can show up is like, um, inconsistency in stories, um, like falsifying things. So you're, you're making, uh, a story 
bigger or different or even leaving things out to paint yourself in a certain picture. Um, it's really just a lot of attention seeking behavior. A lot of times victim mode is. Now, with that being said, that doesn't mean that, you know, if you hide in your house and you just like are all by yourself, you're not playing victim as well. Um, but those that are kind of engaging in their interaction with others, that's definitely um, another thing. Also competing for it. And it's interesting because when I was thinking about this and, and of course I do a little bit of research before we do podcasts and I'm like, okay, like how else could this manifest? And when I saw this one competing for victimhood, it actually reminded me of when I would do, um, trainings or when we would talk, um, or even like sharing about my book or talking about my book, for example, uh, or, um, doing these trainings and you'd hear somebody's story about, um, their past, right? So the, and, and not, maybe not mine, but somebody else's, and then somebody else would have to like one up their story. It's almost like they're, they're more of a victim or they're more of this. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, it made all these like little like bells go off in my head because even like talking, and I mentioned my book, I'm talking with my book with different people and it's a very vulnerable book. And, and recently I've come across just a couple of people that, actually did this. And I was like, were they playing victim? Or was that more of an ego standpoint of view? Or like, it, it kind of made me like, think about that, because I never, I never thought about that until I was doing the research this morning about like that competing for the victimhood as well. But definitely, uh, victimhood behaviors. Yes. And you know, for me, one of the ones that really, one of the characteristics of playing the victim that really like I said, just gets my niggers in a twist is the constantly blaming circumstances on why you can't move forward in your life. So I can't achieve X because Z forced me to do something opposite. I, I didn't make captain the basketball team because I broke my leg and that's the only circumstance that it could have been. And if I hadn't been for that, my life would be totally different and running down this, this spiral of all the negative things that have put you where you are and why you can't achieve more. And a lot of that comes from, well, at least the way I see it is we are not our circumstances. And Lynn, I mean, I know we're, we just, you mentioned the book. When it comes out, I want everybody to grab this book because if you want to see a prime example of you are not your circumstances, this book is incredible. Not to get off on a tangent on how amazing your book is. Thank however, you. yes. <laughs> however, a lot of what victim mentality is is blaming everything on your circumstances. On oh well, it's because I was poor. It's because I was abused. It was because I, you know, broke up with my high school boyfriend. And he broke my heart. It's because, you know, whatever sad story. And I'm not saying those things don't shape who we are and aren't horrible and tragic. I'm not saying that those things aren't bad. It's just, you can choose to rise above it. And when you're living in that victim mentality, you never will. You'll just be stuck there blaming outside things for the reason why your life isn't where you want it to be. And I just don't subscribe to that at all. I just feel like you are your own ship's captain, your own hero of your own story. You're, you're the one who's in control of that the director of your play, whatever analogy, metaphor you want to use. And if you sit in that victim mentality, 
you're going to start to think that that's where you should be. And they're, you're going to feed on that and you're going to sit there forever until you, you literally cannot see any other way. And forever you will believe that your circumstances dictate who you are and where you are in life and that there's no way to get out of it. And that everything around you is conspiring to push you down. And that is the exact opposite of what I believe exists in the world. Absolutely. You know, and I, I do like this analogy a lot for different things, but one of the things that you were explaining is like, I feel like when you play victim mode, you're definitely, you're not even in the passenger seat. You're, you're the one in the trunk because you put yourself in the trunk because you're playing victim, not in the driver's seat. And there's so many things that can happen um, when you're playing victim. And here's the thing. I, I don't want, I don't want our audience to think that, um, like you can't float in and out of it because even us, like we might feel like, oh, why did this happen to us or whatever? And even though we've really worked hard and and absolutely don't put up with victim mode, you can still float in and out kind of like with growth and fixed mindset. You can float in and out of it. Like you can have moments of like having that, but it's what you do to get out of it and like make sure that you're not sitting in it. And um, I can give you a couple of examples, but I do want to touch on one other thing because as you sit in it and you, you started to mention it, you, you start to develop habits that, that absolutely support that. And that's like low self-esteem. That is lack of problem solving skills. Like you don't learn how to be solution oriented. You, I was literally having this conversation last night, but like you allow things to just happen to you. Um, and in, even though you might have some agility and resilience to that, depending on like the gradient of victim that you're in, um, you still aren't picking up your, picking up your boots and, and moving forward and figuring out how to move forward. It also messes with your emotional coping mechanisms because a, a lot of times victims don't tend to deal with their emotions um, they either ignore them, they, or they, they just over-exaggerate them. Like, it's almost like a, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's almost like a, it's almost one or the other in some, some cases I've seen, um, usually mostly of the, the woe is me, but I've definitely seen victims who are a bit more like closed off and that are more protective, but they still have that victim mentality. They're just not as outspoken about it. Um, it's fascinating to me, but victim mode definitely. And then I, I do want to add one more other thing. And I want to add a couple of stories too, but, um, I'll pass over to you first is that, um, when you're, when you're in martyr mode, right, you're, you're, you're dying on the sword. And, um, I know you kind of mentioned this before, but martyrism is like, it's a whole other kind of level of victim because you're trying to paint yourself as a hero, but you're not. And I'm not saying like being a martyr, like you can't do it in a positive light because you can, uh, I've seen it done, but when you're in it for a while, like it is, it is going to push you on to the victim side of the martyr, not on so on the, the the darker side of the martyr and not the lighter side of the uh, martyr. It's it's fascinating to watch individuals like navigate. It's super frustrating, super frustrating. And it, like I said, it kind of gives me hives. Like people who play victim are not my people. They're not Amanda's people, like at all. We know this. Um, 
But that's also because we're action oriented. We're very solution. What can we do? How can we do this? We're going to get ourselves out and we're going to pull as many people out with us as possible. Like that's just why um, it drives us crazy. Yeah. And you were mentioning and that we all sort of filter in and out. So I'm, and Lynn and I are not saying that we never play victim to anything. I would say that it's very very small amount of times that we do. And I'll give an example from today. Literally today, I was sitting down having a conversation about uh, moving progress through my career, my personal career, and how things had shifted even in the last 10 years and just sort of noting these big major life changes that had kind of thrown me off. And it just as I'm getting momentum, some big life change happens and throws me off. And then another life change happens and throws me off. And it was maybe a 10 minute conversation, but I didn't sit at the end of that 10 minute conversation and say, this is the my lot in life. I'm never going to get ahead because of this. The, I'm just waiting for the next shoe to drop. There's going to be a next disaster because now that I'm on an upswing again, I'm just waiting for the next disaster to happen that's going to push me back down. And a lot of people, I, I noticed it a lot right after COVID because COVID was something that I know we, I, I was bringing it back to like, oh, COVID. I mean, COVID sucked. But so many people had for you because it did like it's a it's a great marker for the world. So I love that and you're for a lot of people's out. businesses. Yes, because it, it did shut people's businesses down and it put people in that world of woe is me. I, I've shut down my business. I've lost my job. And there's it's. And I sat in that when it, when it happened for a couple of, maybe a couple of days, just of very negative, very much like anti-government and like, you know, pounding my fist on, on the wall. And then it quickly shifted to solution oriented. And that's the difference when you sit there and you wallow in it, you'll get stuck there forever. And then you'll never come out of it, at least not with a positive mindset coming out of it. So if you take these big life happenings and you glean from it whatever you need to in order to rise above and be, create solutions, that's getting out of that martyr. Even if you can recognize the crap you're sitting in, it's rising above it and taking action and becoming solution-oriented, even though you recognize these things in your life. So again, it's it's not that you can't have that feeling of, woe is me, life's not working out the way I wanted it to in this you know circumstance that had nothing to do with you. It's the rising above, moving for the action that's going to make the difference in whether or not you're sitting in that victim mentality or rising above and becoming more solution-oriented. Absolutely. I would, you know, I'm a person for words, and if I don't say it, then it's going to haunt me the rest of the day. I would, I would correct one thing. I would say that COVID or a situation like that isn't the cause, but it's a trigger. Yes, uh, correct. And that's true. Just because... Um, it's a slightly different way to look at it because we all have triggers and things like, you know, even me and I've spoke about this on other podcasts and, and obviously in the book, but being a abuse survivor and a cancer survivor, like, especially we'll, we'll take the cancer one. Like I could have very much sat in the, Oh shit, this is happening to me, not for me. And I, and I love that saying, and I know that that me, might be hard for some people, but to me, like, that's my way of like, 
staying out of victim mode as much as possible. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to sit in my feelings and sometimes I don't, but I'm, I've worked on that over the years, but it doesn't mean like, I'm not going to like sit sometimes in that and be like, why did this happen to me? But we don't stay there. So I always like to think of like, you know, this is happening for me, not to me. And that kind of helps me redirect my, my perspective. Um, you know, it's interesting. I know, you know, rooted in my past, one of the ones that trigger me the most is probably martyrism. Um, because my mom was very much a martyr. Um, and my dad wasn't a martyr, but he definitely played victim. And he, because of his victim mentality, he was very abusive, but because of his victim mentality, he was like, even though he was a brilliant, like MacGyver mind, he was very stagnant in his belief and in his growth. And he had a very narrow perspective. Now you can call that, uh, that you can say that that came from other parts of his life, but I, I know parts of it came from him playing a bit of a, of a victim mode, even though he didn't necessarily um, do the woe is me all the time. But even in his responses of like, he hates everybody. I mean, he was maybe slightly racist, but, um, he hates everybody. And like, this is all happening to him. Right. It was very much, uh, very much a victim mode. Uh, another thing, and, and you mentioned this earlier too, about like you, when you sit in victim mode or when you sit in any, especially negative, but also positive, when you sit in that negative space, you tend to attract, and I know I'm getting along the woo-woo side, but you will tend to attract things of the same. So those that sit in victim mode, they absolutely are attracting more things that can cause them for victim mode. Now, it's also their perspective and the way that they look at the things coming to them, but they're it's almost like they're a magnet, same, but when you sit on the other side, you can attract the other things as well. I would say like with like, especially those that sit in victim mode, they tend to age different. They tend to stress more. They tend to have more like chronic illnesses because they're not being solution oriented. They're also not, and I'm not saying victims can't be positive, like optimistic and pessimistic. They're not all pessimistic. I I don't think so. And just like those that are not victims, they can be either or as well. However, you know, they are looking at life through a different lens. So they're almost expecting the worst to always happen to them um, in a lot of ways. And so they're attracting the, this just like illness and bad shit and, you know, strange relationships. They never, you know, a lot of times they can't keep friends in a certain way. Um, It's just, Oh, it's just mind blowing victims. I'm trying, I'm really trying to stay out of like the triggered, (laughs) the triggered part of this, because it is, it is, it's crazy. It's hindering you. And when you find yourself in, in victim mode, like, like you, you have a choice. Maybe some of you like sitting in it. Maybe some of you like the attention and that's on you. Um, but I can tell you that you are limiting yourself. You are straining, not just yourself, but also the relationships around you. You are narrow, narrowing your scope of understanding of mindset of, of, 
um, the world. Um, you are actually disconnecting from the truth of what is happening. And I even believe disconnecting some from you. And I know that playing victim can be a um, it can be born out of a survival mechanism, right? Because you want attention or you need attention or different things like that. But it is it is not a healthy thing and not to stay in full time. Yes, I was just literally having a conversation with someone in victim mode yesterday. And it was really, you know, it was really hard for me. It always is hard for me. Because when you sit in that perspective, when you sit in the world of woe is me, you're creating drama where it doesn't really exist in order to make yourself seem more important because you equate your importance with this drama and with this negativity and with this energy of like the universe truly is conspiring against me. It's against me. And I'm the one, I'm the center of the universe in here. And, and I know we're all the center of our own universes. I get that. And when you're sitting in that victim mentality, you are creating more stress. You are creating more chaos. You are creating more obstacles that aren't actually there and creating opposition, even with yourself to the point where you are losing your productivity and you are losing your efficiency. You are losing, well, I was losing my sanity. And I think that overall that victim mentality in no way serves you other than in some kind of, and this person isn't a narcissist, but it has this narcissistic tendency of just skewing the way things are in favor of the drama and the chaos and the negativity that you, that you need, you being this person that you need in order to function on this martyrdom level. And it's, maddening maddening to me it's, it's super maddening because all i want to do is just shake you and tell you to get it done and to get over it and move forward and find a solution and stop wallowing and anyway it was a very difficult conversation as it usually is and I, it's that victim mentality of creating chaos and creating more work for yourself from some delusion, whether it's purposeful or habitual of creating this martyrdom victim mentality that is in no way serving you in any way of your life. Absolutely. And, and if it is serving you, it's serving you temporarily, but the more you do it, the less it's going to serve you. It's almost like a drug that you need it more and more and more because it's the attention that you're used to getting. And there are, I can't remember, what is it? Munch, Munchausen or whatever, like Munchausen. Yeah. yeah, where people fake illnesses to, right? Isn't that what that is? Where they get the, their whole lives. Yeah, it literally, it is, it is not a healthy state of mind to continue to be in. And again, there are many, many gradations of it. Like there's, there's definitely, it's a whole rainbow of where you can land and it's not, it's not absent of the opposite, right? So, and I wouldn't say hero is the opposite of victim. I don't even know what would be the opposite of victim, not victim, boss ass bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a picture of us. It's just a picture of us. Um, but you absolutely, and, and here's the thing, for those of you that are recognizing like, oof, 
it's hard to it's hard to recognize and especially and amanda said like we have to pull ourselves out of that situation it doesn't mean that we we it doesn't playing victim is different because me to me playing victim is more of a conscious like i'm gonna sit in this shit I'm going to do it for attention or like have people or whatever um, versus like processing or having pity on oneself, which pity in oneself also triggers me a lot. Um, but like you do need to process through those emotions. So I think it's kind of like the intention and the, the reason behind it. But getting back to what I was going to say is like those of you that are recognizing like, oh, yeah, I might play that like, OK, so it is uncomfortable to get out of that victim mentality or that martyr mentality because you're so used to getting attention in a certain way and it's like i said earlier it's almost like a drug like you're used to that like that hit of attention and so but if you work with somebody to help you like recognize it put out like lay out why is this happening find some of the roots like i know my roots like it came from my parents it came from like watching other people in my childhood like not do anything with their lives because everything was was they were their circumstances right they became their circumstances where i was the opposite um not allowing others around you guess what parents sometimes we we create this in our children because we don't let them take responsibility for their actions right cause and action uh we can actually start to to like have that manifest in our kids but it takes time it takes really a lot of self-reflection and like calling one out and like even when you do it in front of somebody say i don't know why i did that let's move forward from it but i can tell you it's a whole other life after and the attention and the the resources that you receive is very different and it can be just as if not in my opinion it is more fulfilling on the other side, because you actually, when you get out of victim mode, in my opinion, you are able, you make space for joy and happiness that are truthful, the joy and happiness, um, where in victim mode, I, I personally don't think that you can really truly have it. And if you do, it's just for short little snippets. Yeah. And I want to make it clear that neither Lynn nor myself, neither of us hate people who are in martyrdom like some of my absolute favorite people in the world family members close friends have this trait yeah have this trait and it bugs me but only because not because necessarily that they're doing it but because i see the loss of potential yeah because when you sit there you're limiting yourself and if you if you look at your life and you look at your circumstances and you aren't where you want to be, it helps to take a deep dive into why that is. And maybe it's a mindset shift. Maybe you're idealizing something that you don't actually want. Maybe it is sitting in a victim mentality. Maybe it's just that you're not there yet. There's all sorts of reasons that you may not be where you want to be in your life. And playing the victim is often one of those reasons. So. I just encourage you if you're if you're wondering if that's sort of you, take a look a little bit and just I usually ask like ask that question of are you happy in your life? Are you happy with where you are in your life? And I know happy is kind of a, a tough word for a lot of people. Like, well, I'm just content. Happy is a scale. 
spectrum. Not every day you can't be happy. There's no light without darkness. I get it. And taking a look at that and, and taking responsibility, because that's the big one, take responsibility for where you are and why you are the way where you are. That that's that's a really important differentiation is taking responsibility for it and then moving forward. Because truly some of my absolute favorite people in the world live in the victim mentality. And that's why I hate it so much because I see their missed opportunities and I see them holding themselves back where they could be infinitely further along in their own dreams if they would just let go of this need to be the victim. And it breaks my heart to see it happen because these people are so amazing. And if they would just take a little self-reflection and it's hard, there's no such thing as self-reflection that's gonna be easy. Uh, it's hard. And, and Lynn and I have worked on it for years and are still working on it. Absolutely. And I just wanted to make it clear that this isn't like a down with people who are have victim mentality. It is just something that really, it really hurts me to see people limit themselves with that kind of negative mindset and that kind of victim mentality. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. Although I will say it again, I don't typically work with those who sit in victim mode. Now, people who go in and out, but that's only because my tolerance level, it's not that I don't dislike them. It's just that I don't have the capacity, but there are lots of people who can, and I appreciate those people who can help work people through that. And that's not to alienate anybody. We're just really clear on who, who we are comfortable and have the capacity to work with. And yes, I don't know if it came out, but yeah, definitely have a lot of very close friends that sit in and out of it and also like grew up around it. My mom was a martyr. My dad was a victim in his own way. And my, yes, family, friends, definitely. And I do want to leave on one last note and then we got to wrap up. This is actually a really good one is that, you know, I, we know that this is badassery and we talk, tend to talk about entrepreneurship and, and playing victim kind of, this was a bit broader, we'll say, because it applies to both life and business, which we definitely believe all topics, most topics that we talk about should, unless they're business specific. But uh, I will say that, you know, I've known some people who sit more in victim mode than in not that have had great success. This doesn't mean just because I am, I'm successful. I'm not, then I'm not in victim mode. That's, that's not true. And what Amanda was saying earlier is like, you know, we both know people who have have great success that still sit in it and they could have so much more and their lives could be so much fuller. Um, it, things don't have to be so difficult. Right. Um, and also, and just from my own personal cancer story, like disease and illness happens when you are like holding on to shit like that. And I know this from my own experience. And so like, these people who we see have great successes tend to have health problems and different things as well, because they are just not fully um, able to let go of that victim mentality. So it's just something to like really, really evaluate. Um, yeah, this ended up being actually a bit calmer of a, a podcast, like, yeah. but yeah. So the fire anyway, is inside. It's there. The fire is inside. Well, that's all we got for today. Don't forget to like, share, comment. If you know someone who might really get a lot of value out of this, please share our podcast with them. Subscribe and let us know in the comments what you thought. And as always, get after it. 
All right, everyone, it's not enough to just listen. Now you've got to put it into action. We are so excited to see what you do next. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes. And to find out more about what we're doing, visit us at thepursuitofbadassery.com.